Hi, I am Samuel Thorndersersen, and you're listening to the Prescription Pamphlet of the Month podcast, the only podcast that reviews the pamphlets for various prescriptions you idly pretend to read while waiting for the nurse to call your name at the doctor's office. This month, we are uh, taking a look at a vintage 1992 Acupril pamphlet. We are joined via Skype by Dr. Megan Hartson to discuss this classic pamphlet and possibly violate HIPAA laws by discussing specific patients that asked for this prescription by name after reviewing this beautiful pamphlet. This is the No Happy Nonsense Podcast, Episode 6. Let's go. A few months ago, I walked over to the row of mailboxes in my apartment complex and waiting for me at the end of the row, frozen like a statue with coagulated blood and guts inside, was the body of an old man whose heart had no more given it, whose body locked into place in response of a now non-functioning old ticker and went crashing forward through the window of his second story apartment. This sack of useless bones and organs lay at the end of the line, a mere two or three feet from my personal mailbox, a bad omen, warning me not to open the locker for what might await inside. Is death better or worse than a message of horrid design, signed, sealed, delivered, and now patiently sitting in my mailbox, lying in wait, completely still, waiting to wreak havoc on my life once I finally collect the postage? The letters started off benign enough, to whom it may concern, etc., etc. It doesn't really heat up until the third paragraph down, where the author finally shows his true colors. Listen to me, you foul creature of the dark. I have waited for a thousand and one years for my time to come. You have arrived at your place by chance, by luck, by crook. You do not deserve to know the words or harness the gift or claim the throne. I am coming to collect what is mine by blood. Reverse your seal and allow mine to rule the dominions, lest you be willing to perish by my teeth and my claws and my will. The letter sort of peters out after that, mostly outlining procedures for how I would give up the power currently imbued onto my ritual seal, as well as some histories about the former rulers and the proper line of secession. He signs the letter, Cordially yours, Hesmetaph the Cursed. Ah, Hesmetaph, did you think I would submit myself to you because of a strongly worded letter? You say you waited a thousand and one years for your moment to rule. Do you really think the eternal suffering needs a ruler who simply waits in line and hopes for all others to look away? Do you think I care about how long your pathetic soul has waited to rule? You will keep waiting. You will wait forever. You will wait for eternity plus one before you will ever sit on the throne. I am the ruler now. I am the one who will allow the darkness to grow, the pain to extend, the agony to build. When those that feel I will succeed, I will slice parts from your vessel until I am used enough to end your misery. And then you will be reborn, and the misery shall begin again, and then... Anyway, clearly this guy had the wrong address or something, so I just threw the letter out. It's weird to get junk mail that isn't just like an ad for a local pizzeria or like a tile place. 
or the ad is telling me who not to vote for in the next election, or letting me know that I can donate unwanted furniture to local veterans, or that I'm pre-approved for a new credit card, or that there's a special deal at the gym where I can get two months for free and I get a free towel, but I have to sign up in the next three days or the deal expires. Or that the car dealership in the town over is doing a special giveaway where you could win a brand new car if you go to their hot dog barbecue extravaganza this weekend. But just like some weirdo dude writing me a letter, very odd thing to happen. I don't really remember the last time I wrote a letter even. I used to mail a rent check every month to my old landlord when I lived in my old shitty apartment, but that wasn't a letter. That was just a check inside an envelope. Every single month, I always had to reference a sheet I had saved with the address written down on it. I never learned the address by heart to fill out the envelope correctly without looking at it. Like my brain refused to learn this small piece of information as an act of inconvenient protest. Fuck you, landlord. I will not memorize your address. But, you know, I, I still sent that check every month for three years to stay in that garbage apartment. But that wasn't a letter. Not a letter at all. The police came for the body of the old man. They asked me a few questions. They confirmed that this old dude had a heart attack and fell out the window, or maybe fell out the window and had a heart attack on the way down or on the ground after. Whatever happened, he definitely fell out the window and his heart stopped pounding. That's what's waiting for any of us on the other side of the window. Our hearts stop singing. Maybe our head gets cut off, or we OD on a bad $20 baggie, or we jump off the Golden Gate, or our car crumples too much during an accident, or we fall into the pool and we never learn to swim. Either way, the heart stops. Sometimes it's a relief, and sometimes it's an inescapable horror. Sometimes we feel like we still have so much to do with our lives, and this is too soon. Other times we feel like that's all the time I have for this week. Thank you for listening.